When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Playoff GG boys! Woohoo! Game six! <laughs> All right. I am so sorry that I was not able to watch this game, and we were not <laughs> supposed to be able to do this episode tonight. But Dad texted us literally about 20 minutes ago and said, Podcast invite. And we didn't mention to him that we weren't going to do it. And then within 20 minutes, we're on the internet. How are you guys doing? What do you think? Yeah. Better now. <laughs> GG, boys. Good game all around. Except for Klingberg. Yeah, except for Klingberg. Oh, my I, gosh. I, I, didn't even, I, I didn't even watch the game. And just based off of the text conversation that I watched you guys <laughs> talk about him at the end of the first. So, well, okay, before we get into it, I got to do my intro. Welcome to Starcastic Remarks. Over to my right over there is Christian. To my left is our Padre dad. His name is David, but we call him Padre. And we are happy to have the after game review for game six against the Flames. Stars force a game seven going back to Alberta. Series is tied three to three. There's still a lot of things to talk about in tonight's game, including some very irregular hits by a certain Calgary <laughs> Flame player who is irregular. now public enemy number one. <laughs> that, was, that was supposed to be sarcastic there. Oh, so, gosh. anyways, um, but we do want to thank our sponsor, DraftKings, for being the sponsor of this episode and of our network. Please go and use the promo code THPN the next time you guys are there looking over the bets out there. Um, there are a couple of bets that I would not have taken in this game, and I'll be honest. I was in the negative mindset. I, I, I had a little bit of hope here that the stars were going to pull it out today, but it looked like due to the play of Jake Ottinger yet again, big surprise, the stars are able to pull out the win tonight. And especially in that first period, what it sounded like to me is that he stood on his head, made a numerous amount of saves and which allowed the stars to get that first goal from Rope Hints. But yeah. anyways, what did y'all think about the just initial observations from tonight's game? Yeah, first 10 minutes of the game, 
the Flames came out of the gates and they wanted they wanted to seal it here, and absolutely Otter kept us in it. And that's the only way we can describe it. The Stars played terribly. It was their worst part of their entire game, and Otter kept them in. And that's what a great goalie does, and that's why it's the most important position in the NHL. I don't know why I didn't feel it quite as strongly as you, Chris. I definitely Ottinger made the saves and kept us in the game. It, it just felt more like we were playing defense. We weren't pushing. We were definitely back on our heels. But it didn't. It didn't feel to me like we had uh, we had problems at that point. So maybe, the Stars always play. They always play good defense against the cycle, and they still did. But the first ten minutes, there was no offensive zone time. There I agree with that. And yep. there was multiple chances for the Flames, and that yep. and that's that to me is as dominating as it gets <laughs> for 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 the Stars' defense at least. Fair enough. All right. Um, anything specific that you guys want to talk about? Because again, I didn't get really get to watch the game. I tried to keep up with it as much as I could. By the way, guys, for those of you listening online, this is how much I love you. I literally got in from work literally about 10 minutes ago and I'm already here online with you guys. So just saying, but anyways, so in the first period, Otter made some huge saves. We talked about him a little bit, but, but dad, you thought that he wasn't, I, maybe I'm misunderstanding you, but he wasn't as good as I, no, I'm no. thinking of what it seemed. No, 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 no. He played, he played wonderfully. He was, he was awesome with it. No question. I just didn't feel like we were losing the game. I didn't feel like they were putting so much on us that that we were in danger at any point. It didn't feel like we were out of uh, out of sorts. Uh, definitely, Calgary was bringing it, uh, and and Ottinger had the answer every time, and it didn't feel like it was a problem. That's how I felt. Yeah, and after the first ten minutes, the Stars got their bearings back, and we start playing the offensive zone. I mean, it really was just that first ten minutes, not even the entirety of the first period. We start getting some pushback, and then five minutes later comes that first Rope hands goal, which was huge. Summary for this game: um, Our goalie was better than their goalie. Yep. That's a, <laughs> summary that's of the series. The, the, summary summary of, the series, of the series. Yeah. Even in the it games is, that we lost, he's been the better goalie. <laughs> really, it, he really has. And, but the, the, that first that first goal, Markstrom never should let that in. That's that's a weak, mm, yep. very weak yeah, goal. I, I do, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Great, great play, setting it up. And Pavelski took the man and charged the net, gave gave uh, gave the open net there, and just 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 yeah. never should have gone in. But hey, that's the way it works, right? So we, we we got the pressure, got it in. Good play and a good shot, but neither of those goalies have let either of either of neither of them have let a goal like that in right. at all. You're right. Agreed. So overall, was was there any other goals in the game that you're like, you know? maybe one one of those goalies kind of wants one of those back because other than the first goal because i did see i I, when when they scored the goal i was sort of kind of paying attention to it uh because i was at a double a baseball game rather than watching the stars game six but you know it is good you gotta work but um but other than that first goal, it didn't seem like any of the other goals in tonight's game were kind of like egregious, you know, nope. mistakes by goalies. Absolutely not. R- and, the Raffle goal, that's just straight grunt work, which our, right. mm-hmm. our depth guys were due for one, and that's a huge time to pull it off. Stone we'll talk was more dunk. on that one for sure. That was awesome. Yeah, Stone's goal was a dunk. Terrible misplay. Backwards oh, that was such a beautiful was play a by Johnny Goudreau. Hastin such a beautiful just, play. Haskin was a gorgeous move. I mean, yep. they they were all and and really pressure, good goals. In front, right? So, yep. 
except we for Ropes. Ropes yeah, was very savable, and Markstrom didn't get it, and that's the difference. Yep. yep. It seems like we got everything that we needed tonight. We got a goal from the top line. I'll tell you something we didn't get. Okay. Officiating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you opened it. My goodness. And we didn't need it. And we didn't. And we we worked through it. So if we don't count the last garbage whatever 20 second power play at the end of the game the power plays this game are two to two anybody with two working eyes anybody with one working eye could tell you that that is complete bullcrap it's garbage and Zadorov staying on the ice after a hit like that led to him slew footing earlier later in later on in the game which really could have led to an injury if he's a foot closer to the boards that can break his ankle that could totally happen. And then at the end of the game, it leads to him getting punched in the face or him trying to punch uh, our defenseman in the face over and over again. And that's what happens when you don't get a guy like that off the ice. He's just a goon. He's trying to make his presence known because he can't play hockey. And that's what happens when you don't penalize it. I mean, you're saying it's okay, so he does more. And that's what happened. Yeah, we won't be seeing him again. Uh, yeah. Ryan, I think your mic's muted or something. My bad. I, for, I forgot. I, I'm mute. My, I muted it so that my sneeze wouldn't be heard online. But so let, let's talk about that play real quick because I saw the hit and I was I was I mean I mean I was in the middle of a of a stands of a double A baseball game and I was livid. I was losing my mind and I saw the hit and I'm I'm here's what I'm thinking. That Nemesnikov hit. And was it game five? Was it game five, game four? Whatever. Whatever game it was. The, the Nemestikov hit that was a clean hit on Johnny Goudreau. Yeah. Shoulder a on shoulder. Just hit. a big hit. Big hockey hit that should have been a big momentum swing in our advantage. Right. That was a two-minute minor. But a very clear shot to the head. A shot to the... It was the primary point of contact. And that's it, not called? And it was How completely intentional. How does that make any sense? He turns his shoulder into the head. He could have easily gone shoulder on shoulder. And he completely leans into it and then throws the elbow at the end up into the head. The and only the, argument the I've heard... The play. The yeah, play wasn't the, the yeah. anymore. And the only argument I've heard is, oh, he's just bigger. Okay? that The rule is you can't target somebody's head. It doesn't matter if you're bigger than them. Like, you're, that still has, you're still that has responsible. There's no bearing... At all of what goes on there. And it's a disgusting hit. It's a predatory hit. He's trying to injure him. That's what he's doing. He is trying to hit him in the head and knock him out cold, which he did. He lost consciousness on the ice, completely concussed. The refs think that's a great hockey play and that they want that more in, in, in the NHL. Yeah, let's, that's let's, ridiculous. Let's let's show you how bad that call was because uh, uh, in the intermission – uh, the rules analyst for the national broadcast, who's gotten every single thing wrong that I've heard so far this series. For dad, that um, means has gone in the flames favor. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Comes on. They're all standing around the net. You know, oh, this is going to be a big fun time. He goes up and he gives three points. This, this he did wrong. This he did wrong. This he did wrong. And, uh, and, and they're trying to get some discussion and like nobody will say anything. Cause they all know it's just that bad. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was, uh, it was a terrible hit. I, I didn't see it initially. And I went, Oh man, that was a big hit. And then when they showed the replay, I just couldn't believe. Oh, just the no, way that, that, that was one of the few points in the game that I was actually watching live and I was able to watch live. And I, I'm right off the bat. I knew that was a dirty hit. Yep. Because it, one, it's good Branson, and two, you look at the way that 
Glendening crumbled. Yeah, yeah. He just, I mean, was Zadorov. What did I say? Get Branson. Excuse me, Zadorov, the other big well, guy. Reza was trying at the end too, but uh, but yeah. we're gonna kick his butt next game too. So, okay, so obviously he's not in for game seven. He if he's not suspended, I will be shocked. Absolutely, one hundred percent shocked. That's not gonna Jamie be obvious. Ben, if Jamie I'll... Ben is gonna get fined ten thousand dollars for two stupid little things, now, okay, now maybe the second one was not stupid because it really was kind of a slew foot. But if Jamie Ben's going to get fined for two different things, and then he he better be suspended. Because I still don't think that Glendening is going to be playing in Game 7. I think there's something that's going to happen for him. Because yeah. uh, he did not look 100% after that hit. And he, we didn't he, see him very much either. He absolutely should be suspended, 100%, without a doubt. I don't know if that's really going to happen. Um, the other thing that I kind of oh, want to point out... I bet money on it. Go to DraftKings, use the promo is, code. <laughs> the other thing I want to point out is Glendening should not have been allowed back into this game. I mean that's that's a joke of our concussion protocol. He was knocked out cold. He was out cold. He has a concussion, without a doubt. I know it's hockey, and I know it's a hard hitting game. We, we, well, we're not protecting our players if we're doing that, and the NHL is not protecting the players if they don't suspend Zadorov. Although see, I, I don't think honestly, it's a Stars thing. I think it's an NHL thing. More yeah, than that's anything. what I'm saying. It's an NHL okay, thing. They, okay. that they need to, the NHL pro, concussion protocol needs to do something and stop him from playing. Like the stars are gonna let him play if he wants to play. Of course, he, he's he's critical to the That's stars. That's an NHL well, thing. The doctors that checked him out. They did take a good long time. It was the rest of the period and the full break. So, I mean, he totally it, lost consciousness before he hit the ground. Or was was that in the I first mean, or in the second? That was in the second. It was in, in the, the second. second so, yeah. But uh, you know, but I mean, I think I think the coach also has the the discretion and obviously held him back too, and he wasn't playing him. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he wasn't playing him regularly at all. Yeah. He knew he knew he was hurt. Yeah. But honestly, I think the what would be worse for Calgary is that he's mandated to play more than 20 minutes because he's a terrible hockey player. So I don't want him suspended. <laughs> I want him to be forced to play, to have at least 20 minutes of time on ice or else the Stars get an extra goal. <laughs> I like that. Play the door like off as much as possible because he's but, trash at hockey, and that's why he has to do stupid crap like he did tonight. That was well, my by the way. Players, I don't want him on the ice. By the way, he's a minus two on the night. Trash hockey player. He sucks yeah. at hockey. Good. That was my question after the period: was uh, should Ben fight him, or would that be too bad of a trade off? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say what I said because if the refs aren't going to penalize it at all, then yeah, Ben should go after him and should. Grind him to a pulp and do whatever he can to knock him out of the game because that's what should happen. I mean, if the refs aren't going to control the game, which they didn't, which is what led to what happened at the end of the game, then, okay, we're going to take the game into our own hands too. But you know what would have happened at that point. I mean, Flames would have gotten a power play and they would have won the game because of because of the power play, because of a retaliatory thing. So I totally expect the way this entire series has been officiated, the way – just luck happens for the stars. Zidorov's going to get nothing. Not even a, not even a fine. It's going to be fine. Uh, it's going to be a clean hockey hit, and we're going to want to see more of that in the NHL. See, I hope I that's very did. sarcastic. <laughs> very sarcastic. Um, I actually disagreed with you, Chris, uh, on, in our group chat with uh, with all the Chambers boys, because you know I, I I know he's not contributing offensively. But he's your captain of your team. You need your leader. You need him in the game, and that's not a good trade-off. Zadorov for Ben? No. If no, it was, if it was care. like, if it I was mean, Foxa for, if it was Foxa and and Zadorov, I would have been fine with that. I mean, 
but not at that point i don't care about who we're trading for who it's it's the matter of justice for glendening i mean he got knocked out cold on a completely illegal hit and the refs are doing nothing about it doesn't matter he he doesn't deserve to be on the ice he deserves to get beat the crap up well my how many how many games do you think he gets because in my in my head there's no reason he should get three but he's not gonna get any you don't think he's gonna get any he's not gonna get anything he's playing games. really yes even though the rules analyst said that, yep, absolutely. Oh, okay, that's a hot take for me. I I completely disagree with you on that. But for me, um, what what here's the hilarious thing. I think it would be hilarious. You know, he gets a two or three game suspension. Stars win game seven, and then he has to miss the first two games of the next <laughs> of the beginning of the season because Maybe of his. Schedule us to play on <laughs> again, first game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I don't know, but. I'm just really hoping that the NHL steps in on this because I mean that that, that's not the worst hit obviously that we've ever seen of an illegal hit, but it was a very bad hit. It's like the textbook hit that they're trying to eliminate from the game. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that at all. What what I'm saying is that we've seen worse hits than the one we saw on Glendening. We've seen worse hits. I mean the, I mean, at least he had the puck at one point. (laughs) Not really, but it went by him. Well, okay, so Dad, do you agree with me or do you clubs. agree with Chris? I think I agree with Chris. Dang it! I, from a from a from a smart hockey perspective, he shouldn't he shouldn't go fight. He didn't go fight. He did talk to him. He did he did invite him, and, and Zadorov did, did not did not take it. Uh, but. Uh, but I think you got to set the tone there. And, and what I, what I really wanted, uh, truthfully, I wanted us to be hitting Goudreau something fierce in that third period. I wanted him on his butt because yeah, the time when he gets scores and when he gets assists is when he's skating free through the ice. And all we have to do is step up and put a body solid on him and, uh, and hit him a few more times. And it's going to make him think twice about yeah. doing that. And, and who I, knows if there's no suspension on Zadorov this game, you don't even have to put a body on, on him. You, you need to put a body on his head. I mean, honestly, I mean, if that's going to be allowed, someone's got to go for a headshot. I mean, that, that, it, that can't just go unpunished. And I, I still feel like it will. And you th- that just pisses me off. I, I agree with the feeling. You can't headshot him. Yes, it's a feeling. I don't mean but, that. Uh, but but we, I was about gosh. to say we should point that out. But I <laughs> but I do but I really do think we should hit Goudreau to knock him out. Yes. He should be hit on every opportunity. And and he, he, should, he has too much room right now. He has too much room. And if you saw at the end, uh, my my uh, my my third period uh, objectives that I put up in our chat was yeah, score two goals and uh, and knock Goudreau out. And uh, they did score one. It was empty netter. Empty netter. Uh, but, uh, but, then, <laughs> but then Ben did go after Goudreau in the corner uh, in, in our defensive zone. Uh, he didn't get much of him, but he did, he did at least make his presence known. So... Uh... <laughs> Is it asinine, Chris? You got to say it. Yes, the hit was asinine. There you go, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, the lack of a call was asinine. That, I, mean, that's, I that's expect that from right Zadorov. Yeah, the the no calls right is the asinine thing. Yeah. yeah, so some people are asking about where uh, where James is. And James was here in the chat earlier, He's pro- but he's, he's probably working right now, kind of in between uh, 
houses and yeah. stuff right now. So, but he he really wanted to be here, but he's just not able to do it tonight because he I mean he works late hours. So, but um, so how, how many do you agree with me though, Dad, in the fact that he sh- that he will that like not that he should be suspended, but that he will be suspended. Yeah, I, I think he's gone. I don't think we're going to see him again. I don't um, think we see him again either, but I, I think yeah. he like I think he gets two or three games. At least maybe one, not maybe, maybe not two. three, two. I'll give him I, two. I'm thinking one to two, but it, it oh, one's the all that's one's all that's really needed. Um, because then he's out for the season anyway. So it's all good. Nice. <laughs> You're already inferring the stars are gonna win. Okay. All right. I We're like going, that. Was man. The, the, good reading of the conversation, Ryan. I'm proud of you. Hey, I didn't get to read and watch the game. Shut up. I'm tired. Okay, I got. I woke up at like six forty-five this morning. So it was. Uh, it, it was a good game all around. Um, one of the things we talked about in the third. In the third. Well, I guess. I guess. I mean, kind of same. Same pattern in the second as the as the first, right? So we uh, we did get the goal to 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 be up, but then then we kind of let off the gas. And they got two quick goals, and um, and we were kind of flat-footed a little bit. And I I, I didn't I didn't catch if it was if it was Bones um, calling it or or, or who all kind of pushed it, but yeah. they realized what was going on, and they stepped up their skating, they stepped up their passing, and they took the game back. It took control of the game, and that's when we got our our lead was was just that control. And it, it took some time too. Like after their second goal, it took about a good two or three minutes, I think. So like a full mm-hmm. shift for each guy, and then they turned it around, which is a yeah. great thing to see. We used to during the season, you couldn't see an adjustment from the stars until we got to an intermission, and to see something like that change just mid period like that is huge. And that it definitely the momentum changed before we got that Miro goal. Definitely, there was some leadership there somewhere. I don't, I don't know if it was coaching or if it was. Uh, veterans on the bench but somebody stepped up there yeah. gotta be pavelski <laughs> that's that's in the back of I my feel head like that, it. that was my first my oh you you said that and i was like it's gotta be pavs we didn't even mention pavelski which is also in the second period pavelski gets high sticked is spitting blood all over the ice he's literally spitting blood right at the ref's feet and you call it a two it, it's a it's a two minute minor i mean th- that's just them blatantly ignoring the rule book you're just not calling the rules at that point is yeah. is what that is like it doesn't matter if you're bleeding in your mouth or out of your mouth. There's no way the rule book makes that delineation. <laughs> oh, he must. So, no, he really just must have bit his tongue intentionally to get. Oh blood yeah, he definitely just this. bit his own cheek <laughs> and just spat, spat yeah. his as, cheek. As you flesh see him the at ice. the bench and they're wiggling his teeth just to be sure that they're not like like falling out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. And that's just that's just the officials just blatantly not calling the rule book. That's what it is. They're just not calling the rules correctly. Uh. I'll give a little, uh, throw a little fuel on the fire that I don't even fully believe myself. But one of the officials was born in Calgary, just so y'all know. <laughs> okay, that's a little, that's a little far. I don't, it, I don't think was that it has the one calling the icings when the puck wasn't even moving? No. Oh my gosh, that happening over and over again was so annoying. That actually happened. But, but no, th- there was, there was a, the official was Dan O'Rourke. Just so all of you know, let's let's just scream his name from the rooftops: Dan O'Rourke, Dan O'Rourke, Dan O'Rourke. No calls. Calgary native. Makes sense. All right. All right. Moving along. The third period from the Stars was great. I mean, you could not have asked. 
for a more opposite third period than last game. From and that's the exactly what they, they didn't did. turtle. They didn't, didn't turtle. Tur- didn't turtle and kept their foot on the gas the entire way. They didn't even get to pull their goalie until after a minute remaining. And at that point, they had no chance. Like, there well, wasn't even you, a real push. Do you think they had enough energy because they didn't fully come out in the first period and, you know, Calgary was getting all those opportunities? I, I don't think... I don't think it matters how much energy you have in game six of a, of a playoff game. With, Elimination with three period. You got, left. you got 20 minutes, boys. Here it is. You're, you're running on Just the easy. most amount of adrenaline your body can produce at that point. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and just again, somebody called it out. Somebody pushed for, we're playing in their zone. We're yeah. going to control the puck. And, and when we play that way, we win games. Now we've won games turtling too, but it sure isn't fun like this one. And this yeah, was no. fun. Third period shots on goal ended with the stars in the lead. 13 that's weird. To 11. That is weird. And that's how it should be every time. And it started from the very first shift. Very first shift, we were in their zone. I don't know if we got a shot on it, but we had extended zone time. And that's where you want to play defense is in the offensive zone. Yep. It was wonderful, wonderful execution in third period. Really liked it. Hey, hockey fans. The pursuit for the Stanley Cup is finally on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in all of sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, like for me it's going to be the Dallas Stars, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Well, here's what I would like to do, and this is just me thinking, because I want to get y'all's opinions on each of the defensemen in tonight's game. Because, oh. and, and I mean, I'm, I'm serious, each and every single one. Because of the ones that, of the places where I got to watch, it seemed like there were multiple times where there were good plays being made by Stars defensemen and terrible plays being made by Stars defensemen. So let's just go ahead and start with uh, the biggest one. Let's just start with John Klingberg. What did you all think about uh, Klinger's play tonight? He was trash. He was thumbs down. down. Two thumbs down. Okay. So many. What's, other than the first, the end of the first period and the, the, the stupid mistake he made, what were some other things that you saw it, out of his game? It was the I, exact I, same I, thing. Yeah, I swear I mean, he, bet, he must have betted against the team because he just passed it right to the guy right in front of our own net. What, and he did say that in the group chat. <laughs> Throughout the game, over and over again, it was just turnover after turnover. I don't think he possessed the puck and made a clean pass to a teammate unless it was on the power play. That's the only time I saw it. it I mean, was, it was it truly was horrible really, from him. Really and honestly, from the, someone who we haven't seen play that badly, Hawk and Paw too, had some terrible giveaways. 
Some that awful one of the ones, very yeah one, one of the very few uh, few points that I actually got to watch. Hawkenpah turned the puck over in his own zone, and it led to a really good scoring chance for the Calgary Flames. There were three so. of them in the third period alone. That gum. The one I saw was in the second. Yeah. So, not good. I saw Hawkenpah make enough good plays that I guess I missed those. But he, uh, but he, yeah, he still made good plays throughout the game, and he's I think he's he's second on Stars defenseman for time on ice. But Klingberg um, seemed to not um, make good plays. <laughs> Klingberg is not making good plays. He He's made not like one or two rushes that looked decent, um, and, and he possessed the puck on the power play a little bit. But even it, on the power was, play, though, like pucks are getting through him. That should be easy keeps. That just go, just bounce over a stick because he's not being aggressive on it. Like, yeah. he's just playing terribly. Like, I wish he would say some other stupid stuff at the end of tonight's game, and maybe he'll have an impact <laughs> on Game Seven because. <laughs> <laughs> right now he's just becoming an assist machine for the flames. We could we could trade him for uh him for Kachuk again and uh or or, yeah, or we'll Goudreau. Do, maybe we'll let, do let that all over. <laughs> Klingberg out there against the door off. I mean <laughs> Klinger Klingberg would get destroyed. I mean I mean Zadorov has like fifty pounds on him. It's yeah, not even it's funny. A, it's a sacrifice. <laughs> That's more like a deliberation. It's not a sacrifice. <laughs> it sacrifice means he might have a chance to, you know, to be free or whatever. Not deliberate. He's, he's just dead. <laughs> he doesn't have a chance. Um, okay. Uh, so we talked about Hakapa. We talked about Klingberg. Uh, let's talk about uh, Mira Haskin and who got a goal in tonight's game. What did you think about his play? He was due. He was outstanding. He didn't play very much tonight, which makes me think that he's starting to feel all the pounding that the flames are giving him. So hopefully we see a lot more minutes from him next game, but he was definitely outstanding and a lot more offensive. And even still he passed on a couple of chances where I was like, he should have shot. So great job. Shoot more. Every chance you get, shoot the freaking puck. That's what you're getting paid for. Okay. Anything defensively that you saw? Was he playing well against the top line? He was solid defensively all night long. I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that many bad plays by Haskin. Yeah. Okay. Um, who else have we not mentioned? Other than Suter. Suter. Let's talk about Suter first. Ah. So Ryan Suter, he had a really bad game five. Absolutely bad game five. And I didn't really see anything, you know, positive or negative about his play from I Star's felt, Twitter. I felt really bad about it. I, I, Twitter, okay. Twitter was upset about it. Okay, so I, I, I Twitter, didn't think I, guess I missed that then. Yeah, Cooper and I were both just just complaining. I think maybe Cooper set me off, off on him too, but uh, he was uh, attaboy, Cooper. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was he was ragging him, and and I was like, you know what, you're right, Cooper, because uh, he he should be playing way better than that. So, there's <laughs> yep. Cooper saying on YouTube that Suter was doo doo. Probably go. saying it the nice way. That's very eloquent. <laughs> uh, Chris, what do you think about Suter? I mean. He, he he's Joel Hanley, but he plays more. I mean, <laughs> but, jo- but we expect him to be yes. We we brought him in to be a playoff defenseman, and yep, he did and not do that this game. He's he's exactly the opposite of that. He's not making plays offensively. He's coughing up some defensive, not as bad as Klingberg, but he's still coughing stuff up defensively. It it it's a waste of money. It's a waste of term. I mean, if he's not going to be good in the playoffs, then why do we get him? It'll be interesting to see to see. And I just kind of thought about it because I feel like Suter's played better 
Oh yeah, no, I thought definitely. he played better in the regular he's, season. He's, I didn't he's think played, he was that bad. Maybe it's just game. the Flames forecheck that's 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 causing some of that. And, that, and he's just older. He's just older, and that's he's a in terrible this excuse. Happen. We're gonna pay him that much money for for. It doesn't matter how old he is if we pay him that much money. He should be a good defenseman. I mean, if he's, he's getting solid. paid that much, I think he's not solid. right now. These past two right games, now. he sucked. That's not solid. And the now, in the two most I important can't... games of the season, that's terrible. Now I can't talk for Game Six, obviously, but for Game Five, yes, I agree with you one hundred percent. But in games I mean, one through four, I thought he was he was pretty good, and he was solid. He what's his a lot impact though? What's his impact though? Yeah, not. Did you not... notice him in Game One through Four? I did. Yes, defensively Do... especially. No, yeah. disagree. I, I, I disagree thought he was better in one through four too. So I, I thought he was better because I didn't notice him. <laughs> but isn't that a, isn't that a job of a, of a player like that? Not for a guy you're paying. What four million dollars? Okay, but what million? about Essa Lindell? Essa Lindell's getting paid five and a half. Yeah, That's and right. I notice him all the time. He played twenty five minutes tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh! Zero That's giveaways, amazing. three block shots, <laughs> and three shots on goal. Yeah. And a takeaway. Essa was he good. played perfectly for twenty five minutes. Ryan Suter still turned over the puck over and over again. Played less than twenty minutes and had no offensive upside. He, he's he's got to play better, and he's one of the guys that we really need in Game we need Seven. Him to step up for sure. He's going to be a guy I look to, to at Game Seven because he's he's one of the the old guy. He's been around for a while, and he hasn't had a ton of playoff experience. But especially when he was in Nashville, Nashville in its heyday when it was doing really well, it top two in the Central Division. He was one of those big guys on that blue line. So you can look to his experience in those playoffs, in those situations, and especially going into a game seven like that. So he's got to be better. He, I mean, and I, and I, I'll go ahead and say this too. He's got to get more than 20 minutes in order for the stars to win the game on in game. No, he seven. doesn't get less. Be, be, well, here, no, here's my, here's my reasoning because if he has more than 20 minutes, that means that he's playing better. And if he's playing better then the stars are more likely going to win the game and Maybe. he has to play better. He has to play he, better than he does have game to play five in game six. Joel Hanley. I'll just say, he he did his job. He he was the sixth defenseman and he did his job. He had he had some bad giveaways. He didn't have a ton. He had some good plays too though. And yep. he got a little bit of shorthanded time. That that's all we're really gonna ask from our sixth guy right now. And I think he he did a fine job. I really want to sing his praises because he's been really good uh for the stars. And it, this game was the, the one un- of his worst of the series though. He really? had a couple of okay. bad turnovers, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but but it wasn't it wasn't anything like Klingberg, and it also wasn't anything as bad as Suter. And it so, wasn't over and over again, right? I think right. I can think of like I can think of two. I think, yeah. but and that's that's too much for someone who has twelve minutes. But for our sixth guy who's been in and out of the lineup all season, I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, yeah he played well. In my opinion, he's got to be one of the best seventh defensemen in the in the league. Consider, I mean, it's it's hard to be that seventh defenseman when you don't get well, consistent play throughout the season, and then all of a sudden you get thrown into a playoff series. And I mean, he's playing over Sekera now, so I guess he's not number seven anymore. Yeah, he's number six. Say, he's definitely number so six. He's so he's obviously either you know Sekera is not hundred percent, which he which still possible. might not be. It's very possible he's not, but he he's also deserved it. In my opinion, he, he's yep. played very, especially the last, he, like the last quarter of the season. Joel Hanley has come out of nowhere and has been very solid on that third parent. Now, what, when he's been put into a top four role, like when he, when he's been playing with Klingberg and stuff like that, I think that's not a role that, he, exactly. 
He plays too much, and that's not the role that he's suited for. But he is an absolute perfect third-pairing defenseman, and he's exactly what this team needs there. What he's brought, that at least the spark that I saw, I think Hanley's the one who has, has brought some physicality and had Hockenpah step up and be physical too. And he's I not a big dude. He's only 5'11". I mean, I think yeah. I think he he hits and uh, and he, he's willing to go, you know, to take people on. So uh, I'm uh, I, I like I like watching. I agree. Okay, uh, do we want to talk about biggest win or biggest loser? Sure. I, got, I guess we can go that route. Yeah, I'll bring up Let, I'll bring up one. Let's try to pick uh, players that we haven't already talked about because obviously there's it seems like there's some easy ones. Klingberg. Suter and biggest winners, you know, we'd already talked about Otter. So may, there's one in my head that I'm thinking about that's been good all series and it's been mentioned in the chat already. So if you take it, go for it. But uh, who's your biggest winner and biggest losers? I'm giving mine to Kivy. I mean, ah, you stole mine. <laughs> that was one of the ones I was thinking about. He's, he's our bottom forward and he's, he has the lowest amount of minutes and I still notice him every single game. And mm-hmm. it's so easy to get lost throughout games like this, especially for a guy who's not big like him and he's played outstanding. He he essentially had the second goal. I mean, Rafa pokes it in, but that's just a a great, dirty, hardworking goal for a player who's done that all series long, who has been completely mismatched the entire series as well. I think he's, he's done amazing. If you watched him on the boards, he was he was taking hits and giving hits to the guys who were much bigger than him and winning put battle winning position battles on those plays. Yep. So I mean he shouldn't be able to do that. He he's smaller than most of the people he was hitting and yet he's winning the positional battles on those hits which uh which yeah I guess this is another Cooper one he's like it's like maybe Maybe he just has to. Maybe he just plays good in clutch games. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's just got to be an elimination game or a game seven. <laughs> Hot take here: Game seven, Kiwi Ranta hat trick. <laughs> I know it's not Colorado yet, but that's asking for a lot. But I'll take a goal. <laughs> I'd take a goal too from KV Ronta. So I mean, I mean, really, it. You're right. In all reality, that second goal from the Stars, it was a trash goal. It was a garbage goal. But Kiviranta was the one that led it. All three forwards go into the net. Kivi took it. He took it all the way in. He got it in front. He got the rebound. Um, their defenseman pushed it back toward the goal. But Raffles pushing hard and crashing the net gets the goal. And if you notice, right behind him, Fox is right behind him with a stick right in the crease. They all three were right there. That's what we need out of our our. our lower lines like that that's the way we're going to get some uh, some secondary score absolutely put your head so, down and dive at the net <laughs> ball ball the goalie yeah, that's obviously fair tonight yeah too. that's legal now too apparently yeah. that yeah, that can, slipped edge at the end of the game if, if you lose an edge you can bowl the goalie it's just not really a penalty then that's it's some just, bull crap you know. and that's happened all series long too and earlier in the game coleman <laughs> barrel rolls over Ottinger trying to do the same thing they've been bumping our goalie all game we bumped their goalie one time and get a penalty. Like we can't get back on it. Move along, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. You want to give your biggest winner, biggest loser? I already gave my biggest winner winner is Kivy. My biggest loser is is the NHL. 
I mean, <laughs> I said move along, and we failed. So we're right back at it. <laughs> this entire series has been bullcrap. It's been terrible. Obviously one-sided to every single person who's watched this series. Even hey. Flames fans were admitting on their power play goal, they're, they're not power play goal, whatever, that, yeah, yeah that's absolutely should have shouldn't have been called. I mean, they called Suter for interference on a guy who is six inches taller than him and who just got brushed. Like, Less than a minute after they're holding us behind their net, got an arm wrapped around our player and, and pulling it back. And, oh, no, there's no call there. And there's after the Coleman there. interference, no call. Yeah. It's over and over again. It's completely and totally one-sided. It. I mean, I'm not one to believe in the conspiracy theories that refs are trying to sway games and everything. But it's hard to argue against it right now, honestly. I mean, the one seed is getting every single call, and that's just that's just luck. Yeah, and you're. I mean, ignoring, it's been all series long, and nothing has changed. You're the, ignoring obvious penalties. Yeah, I mean, well, and you're ignoring the stats of the regular season. I mean, the the penalty minutes are essentially even in this series. The Flames are the tenth most penalized team in the league. The Stars were the least penalized team in the entire league. There's obviously something wrong there. Yeah. It's incorrect. It's not, oh, they're, the Stars are just playing rough, rougher. It's just playoff hockey. That's bullcrap. If you're watching the game, you know what's going on. We'll leave it at that. Yep. I'm going to I'm gonna put biggest winner. You took my Kiwi because that, that was really was my, that was my na- name. But I, I'll put Raffle on there with him for the goal and the uh, – and the continued good yep. play throughout the whole series, honestly. Um, he's he's elevated his play um, from, from – I mean, he's, he's been put in different positions. I think he played better uh, better tonight even um, in, in the position he was in. Back um, on the checking line. Yeah, yeah, and, and yet still uh, still got a goal. Yeah, so, he, uh, yeah he played more better offensively on the checking line than he did with the Ben and Zagan line. Yep. Which is what yep. we were talking about last podcast too. Yeah. So that I, was. I think, uh, sorry, sorry. I'm gonna no, jump on that, Dad, because yeah. that was gonna be my biggest winner in tonight's game and just in the series in general. And I don't think this is a hot take when I say this, but other than Jake Ottinger, I think he's been the most consistent Dallas Stars player through the series. I really do. In the role that he's asked to play. That he's had some chances. I wish he would score a little bit more. Obviously, that he's he's like I mean, the new Matthias Yenmark, but he has his his play has elevated as he's gotten closer to the playoffs. And in the playoffs, he has been one of the most consistent Dallas Stars players. And absolutely, and we even said in some of the past games that he was the best Stars player, the best Stars skater, I should say. He yeah. was the best Stars skater in some of the games that we lost. So. I mean, the, the fact that he continues to, to do that is is fantastic. So yeah. that, that's my biggest winner. And he, go ahead. He, go ahead he's definitely setting the bar for the entire team. He's saying this is where we need to be at, and it, it makes it very obvious when the rest of the team isn't with him. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Biggest uh, loser? Biggest loser? That's kind of hard for me to say tonight because I didn't Marshall. really get to see the game. Really? We'll give it to Markstrom. I mean – he made he the made, one big. He made the one big oopsie, and and that's funny. That's it's one mistake, and he's been excellent this series. He's been excellent. He, he also got the play of the game 
Um, he did. Yeah, yeah that save, save on the on the power play. Yeah, and you can still give him the biggest loser. I agree. And he's yeah. still the biggest loser. <laughs> and and I I don't even think it's because he's played he played bad. It's just nope. because he let in the one mistake and he he's made up one. for it in the third period. And then the 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 Flames were just not able to capitalize on their chances. Their the right. And let me. I want to point this out because I I, I can't remember who said it. Uh, there was someone in in the chat, and I'm sorry, I'm going to call you out, but he said that Markstrom has been the better goaltender than Otter, and I fully 100% disagree with that. But here's the thing: both goalies have been absolutely excellent. Okay, yeah. So I I wanted to look this up as soon as I saw that comment, and that's why I was clicking on my phone over here. But the the stat that a lot of people go to to look at how good a goaltender is nowadays is not safe percentage and it's not goals against average. It's actually goals saved above expected per 60 minutes. So how, if it's higher, it means they're doing really well. If it's lower than it mean and it's in the negatives, it means they're letting in goals that they should be saving. So get this. Okay. So the two of the top three are in this series. Right. Okay. Number one is Mike Smith, who is doing amazing things right now for the Oilers. And he's at 1.386. Right behind that is Jake Ottinger, who is a 1.343. He's very close to that in that statistic. And then just below that, by a significant margin, is Jacob Markstrom at 0.869. That is a significant drop. So, if you look at that stat alone, and I'll I'll back this up because this is the hockey guy absolutely like dies on the statistic. This is the statistic that he looks at when he's comparing goalies and what a lot of people do, actually. So, I mean, both goalies have been good and have been excellent. But dare I say Jake Ottinger is elite, and he is one of the best goalies, if not the best goalie in the NHL playoffs right now. I, mean, I, I I don't I don't feel you know out of sorts in saying that. And you don't even have to use advanced analytics. I mean, use the age old save percentage. He's still winning, nine five six, and Markstrom has a nine five two. I mean, any way you slice it, he's been the better goalie, and tonight proves it. Otter was perfect. Markstrom wasn't. Stars win. Sunday night will will tell for sure. And that's when we go into the Saddle Dome. That's what I'm holding on to. I'm holding on to my otter and I'm going to pray. <laughs> and, and we have to keep playing a same, the possession game that we played tonight. We have to continue to play that possession game. I, yeah. So let's just get into predictions for it. Then I don't think the stars are going to be able to play as good a game as we did tonight. I don't think we're going to outshoot the flames. It, they are still the higher seeded team and they are fighting off some playoff demons right now. They're going to be doing everything in the willpower to get past the first round. And I think we're going to have to hold on. I think Otter's going to have to keep us in the game. And I think we're going to have to score a timely goal. And I think it's going to be a, a timely power play goal is actually what it's going to come down to, in my opinion. So that's my prediction for game seven. Not a power play goal. I disagree with you. Um, I think Otter I mean, is Otter is going to have to be absolutely insane in the first 10 minutes. And then the stars are going to, the stars have to score the first goal. They have to score the first goal, in my opinion, in order to have a chance in Calgary. If this was in Dallas, I would, I might feel a little bit different about it. But since the fact that the game is going into Calgary, Calgary, I mean, their barn has been 
bonkers. I mean, it's so much fun to watch the crowd the there. Stars was crazy tonight. This was way yeah. better than Game Four was. Outstanding by Stars fans in the AAC tonight. So, I, I think that's what's going to have to happen, and I think the Stars are going to have to score in the first period in order to and, and take a lead into the first in order to make this happen. That's just my opinion. I don't, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but what do you think, Dad? You. I don't necessarily think it's required. Um, uh, definitely, Andre's going to have to stand on his head. No question. We knew that coming into the whole playoffs. If, yeah, if Andre didn't, if Andre <laughs> we just didn't know if he well. was going to be able to do it, and he he's more than proven it. We've seen him do it in the season. We've also seen him fall off after that, but he elevated his game perfectly. Um, for me, I, I'm trying really hard to decide between two two options out and and my okay. homer call is <laughs> we're going to get up by two goals they're going to implode and we're just going to thrash them i don't know if we'll get more goals than that but that's my homer call now what 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 i think is more likely truthfully we have not had an overtime game yet oh that's interesting i didn't think about that and i am very surprised at that with as close as these games have been but there's that's, not been an overtime true. game, and it would not surprise me at all if we go into overtime and then we look for a hero. So, Miro. Miro I, I would say the game ends two to one in overtime, at least two overtimes. Man, I'm just. Well, I mean, we're going to be up late, and we're going to be screaming and doing this late again. <laughs> yeah. And I have to go to work the next day. So, <laughs> oh man. Well, so final prediction. Chris, you said two to one. Dad, you're saying, "Oh, give me the homer." I'm going. I'm going uh, three one with the possibility of it even being bigger. Stars win. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll go homer two, but I- I'm going to say four two because the last two games have been four two. That's the only reason. No real reason. <laughs> That's true. Other than that, well, one more thing that I think we should talk about. Um, okay. I I think Lindening is going to be out, like you said, Ryan. Yeah, he, uh, he has to be out. I mean, who do you think comes back in? Just real quick. Oh, that's interesting. Because you, you, you've only I, got Radulov and Garyanov, right? I'll give mine back first. I think I think Radul I think Garyanov comes back in. Just oh. at least the the idea of his speed is a good thing. And I mean, if if Game Seven looking for an upset doesn't get your speed going, then you got to go back to the KHL. So <laughs> already set, right? <laughs> Maybe. Radulov, yeah. yeah. No, no, it is. It, it, it's like confirmed that he's got a contract with them. Now. Well, Gurionov is the one that's questionable. Yeah, that's true. Dad, who would you put in? I don't like either option, honestly. I, I know Radulov can do it. But I know Ben. But we recalled 11 skaters from Texas, so. I know Ooh, one of them do it too. So I just, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do have some options there. I don't, I don't know if I'd put it one. I'd, I'd much rather put Gary on off and Rad you know, rather for a game yeah. seven. No, I would, I'm not putting any of those game, guys seven, game seven NHL debut. Let's go. Yeah, right. You know, bonus is going to do that. Bonus is 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 too no afraid to do He's that. He's not going to do. You that. would have to be forced to do that. Now, now the but, oh, okay. So here's an interesting option, actually. Okay, and I, I don't think it's going to happen, but it it. Give some thought. What about Riley Tufty? For one reason and one reason only, because of his size. 
I think they can really use size like that in game seven. I think we're more likely to run seven demon and bring in Harley than runs anybody from Texas. That makes sense. Okay. That's yeah, fair. I'll buy that. I, I mean, I, I still don't think that's going to happen, but Tufty kind of gets me excited that maybe he'd come in for game seven. I don't think it's going to happen. My, but My most likely thing, I think Glendening will suit up and he will play less than 10 minutes. I hope not. Cause I hope not I mean, either actually, cause he needs to, re- he needs to rest. <laughs> Yeah, but I and and he actually may be okay. Maybe he really didn't no. get a concussion. It just looked bad from what we no, saw. He was out before he hit the ice. That's bad. He was he was wobbling, man. <laughs> yeah, that was bobblehead. That was bobblehead on the knees. The only reason I'm up is because I'm on my knees and <laughs> and my body weight is holding me up. <laughs> you know, I, I've I've thought about it between Radulov and Garyanov. That I'll, I'll put. I'm gonna put Radulov in. And because this may be the, his last game in a Dallas star sweater. Don't care. And okay. I do, because that may give him extra, extra motivation. And I, I maybe hat trick, uh, Alexander Radula. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would be crazy. Imagine <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah. But okay. Uh, uh did you, you know, did, did you see the drop pass to uh, Sagan to get him a goal? <laughs> An empty header. <laughs> mm-hmm. respect your elders yep. <laughs> so hey, here's one other thing that i want to point out we it, it doesn't have to be a big discussion point but i think it's very interesting we have five game sevens in the first round and it's the first time this has happened since before i or chris was born 1992 that is insane this has been a fantastic playoff round to watch Round one is crazy. Only very, one sweep, too. Yeah. Very surprised that, that Boston's back in it. I really want the I'm Penguins to win crazy. just so my things stay alive. <laughs> I'm surprised Boston's back in it. I'm not. I'm really not. I mean, just, just because they have so much playoff experience. But uh, Boy, t- it, tomorrow's going to be fun with oh, man. Tampa and Toronto. Oh, what's going to happen? The TV starting at 3.30 Central Time. I'm going to be glued. Yep, me too. <laughs> I'm going to be watching all three of those games. All right. Well, we're, uh, I'm really happy that I got to do this because I, this, this, this makes me really excited for game seven. It really does. Getting to hear that the stars won, how they did it. So it was Um, very good showing tonight. GG boys. Yep. Uh, do we know what, what the start time is? I think it got announced for game seven for the stars. 830. I should have guessed. Of course. 830 Central. 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 So that's nice. That's perfect. That's perfect for, for me. It's not too early, not too late. So it'll work for me. So, well, we will be back with you guys on Sunday and we have a very special announcement that will be coming. I hope there's still a couple of things that I need to get together with some certain people about, and we'll see how, what happens with those. I'll announce it hopefully here soon on, uh, on Twitter and stuff. But until then, thank you guys for listening to this after game review. Please go and use the promo code THPN, or THPN next time you go and use the DraftKings app. I've said it so many times that I'm, and I'm so tired that it's you know, not even paying attention now. And then also go and check out StarcasticMarkShop.com for phase one of our merch. Leave us a review, comment, whatever you do, YouTube. Share. Share, please, 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 please. And we really appreciate, I mean, we've seen a huge uptick. I mean, our last episode... 
170. So even more than what we've been expecting. So thank hey, you guys for listening and sharing. Ryan, we appreciate it. One more thing you may have talked, if you've talked about it already, then, uh, then fine, skip on. But uh, you actually met someone from Calgary in San Antonio. Oh, I forgot to tell that. I, I guess I have to wait to tell that story. Okay. So right. uh, for those of you that uh, that don't know, I am a band director. And for those of you that may be from, you know, other parts of the world, uh, it, I'm basically a music teacher is, a, is another way to put it. But we took our seniors who are 17 and 18 year olds to San Antonio, Texas. And in San Antonio, Texas, they have SeaWorld. SeaWorld is basically a... Uh, amusement park that has a bunch of animals, you know, with with orca whales, killer whales, dolphins, and all sorts of stuff. They've got shows, they've got roller coasters, all that sort of stuff. But uh, me and uh, one of my coworkers were actually sitting down for the for the orca show, which they do periodically throughout the day. And it was me and him, and we sat down, and directly in front of us, I'm not joking, a family from Calgary who had heard of our podcast <laughs> sat down right in front of us. And the <laughs> only reason why he recognized me is because I was wearing a Dallas stars t-shirt and I was wearing one of my Dallas stars hats. And he said, you wouldn't happen to be that guy, would you? And I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Small world. I love, I love the internet. I love the internet so much. What, so. what was his wife's comment? Even in Texas, we can't get away from hockey. <laughs> so, it it's it's fantastic. I, I I thought that was so much fun and it, it was just unbelievable. Great story. And it, it, it's just fun to th- to think that uh we're getting you know recognized out there, even in Calgary. Even Shout in Calgary, out to Calgary and people Calgary coming down to San Antonio. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sorry so. we gotta take you guys down. We love you. <laughs> mm, we don't love you. Yeah, we do. Ooh. Calgary is the Texas mm. of Canada. They are. That, what that's what statement. people say about him. <laughs> okay, I'm tired. I'm getting too tired here. Along with Christian and along with Dad, my name is Ryan. We'll be back with you guys on Sunday. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Chris, say it to close us out. GG, boys. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good night, guys.